Hey, it's Candy. Did you know that I have a quiz to help coaches choose their niche? Yeah, I do. It's super popular and it has been taken more than 20,000 times. This is a fun quiz that takes you about two minutes to do and it will probably give you way more clarity on choosing your best coaching niche. So now whether you say niche or niche, it's going to work for you. And if you're a coach and you have been stuck in niche indecision, wondering what to do, then you should take my quiz and find out what you learn. You can take the quiz today at coachnichequiz.com. That's coachnichequiz.com. Okay, let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to She Coaches Coaches. I'm your host, Candy Motzek, and I'm going to help you find the clarity, confidence, and courage to become the coach that you are meant to be. If you're a new coach, or if you've always wanted to be a life coach, then this is the place for you. We're going to talk all about mindset and strategies and how-to, because step-by-step only works when you have the clarity, courage, and confidence to take action. Let's get started. Hi, friend, and welcome to this episode. I am so glad you're here. Today, I'm taking a different approach from my regular podcast episodes. This is the first episode published for the year 2022, and I want to do something special. So, Here is a replay of a very casual live training that I did last year. My aim with this podcast is to help you. And I know that when you feel clarity, courage, and confidence, then you're going to go out and take effective action. You will do the things you need to do to make it happen, whatever it is for you. You're going to create the outcome you want. You're going to reach your goals. You're going to create a life that you are so proud of. So enjoy this training. Take what I teach and then do something with it. It's not just about listening. It's about putting it into action. This new year is waiting for you. It's waiting for you to create a life that you are proud of. Here we go. I want to start with this thought about opening the coaching container as if this is a coaching conversation. So when I show up as me, myself, you get to show up as you too. And I want to do my best to create a safe place for us here within this hour. As I said, I really value your time. My plan is to go until about 50 to 55 minutes. I haven't done this presentation before. I haven't talked extensively about this topic. So it's going to be a bit of a fluid moving game. And I will send you a replay. Um, What else did I want to talk about? Oh, yes. This, especially around confidence and how we feel about ourselves and what we do with our life and what we want to create in our life. We don't need a whole bunch more information. What we need is the space to implement. We know what to do. We know so many things, right? And then we just keep bringing in all this information into our head 
but it's only when we pause and stop and take action. So my homework for you guys after this time is I want to know what's the one thing you're going to take away. What's that one thing that you're going to do to move yourself forward? We don't need more information. We need more implementation and integration. So I'm not going to be downloading a whole bunch of information to you guys. I want you to be thinking about this from the perspective of your life. And what's the next step for you? Okay. So I want to start with this excerpt from Denise Duffield Thomas. She wrote a book called Chillpreneur. And this really spoke to me. Um, what she says is, I'm a contributor, not a guru. And this is how I want to be in my life and in your life. I don't want to be a guru. I want to be a contributor. And it's, she says, as soon as I give myself that permission to contribute to the conversation and not to be the guru and not to be the expert, then this can become fun. And I want this to be fun together with you. So if you care truly deeply about a topic or a cause, be a contributor. And so that's my role here is to be a contributor, to show up with you, to contribute what I know and contribute to the conversation, because I'm never going to know anything, everything, anything, all the things, but I know my little bit in the world and I don't have to be the best. I don't have to be perfect to make one difference because I know especially from my experience as a coach, that we only need one change in our thoughts. One little change can transform our life completely. And so if the only thing you get from talking to me for this hour is one new thought, one new thing that you're going to implement, I'll know that we're making headway. So here's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about three lies that we tell ourselves about confidence. We're going to talk about things to know about confidence. I'm going to introduce you to my 5C confidence formula, and I'm going to show you just the tip of how to use it. It is not a difficult tool, but it just is a helpful tool so you know where you're at, and what you're doing, and how you're growing. So prompting you guys again, questions. There's no silly question. If you have a question and you're thinking about it and you're just not sure if you're courageous enough to ask it, go ahead. Because I guarantee you that any question that you ask, somebody else is thinking or wondering about. So everything that you share, whether it's a question or a comment, is helpful for the entire group. So let's start with this three lies that we tell ourselves about confidence. So the first is this the lie of one day, the one day wishful thinking. Let me describe this to you. There's gonna come a day when we feel fearless. We think this, we're gonna think that we're gonna be 100% unstoppably confident forever and ever and ever more. We aspire to reach this peak of confidence and never expect to be down in the valley of lack of, um, of self-trust, self-doubt, worry, procrastination, anxiety. So this first lie is this idea that one day we're gonna get confident and we'll be confident forevermore. That is not true. Think into your past, think of the things, the times that you've been confident and then the next day, maybe you're not feeling so confident anymore. That back and forth, that's a quality of confidence. 
The second lie that we tell ourselves is that we're waiting. We're going to wait until we feel better. We're going to wait until we have the, all the information. We're going to wait until the weather is better. We're going to wait until we're in the mood to feel more confident before we start. So did you hear that? We're waiting for something to happen. Something outside of ourselves is just going to land on us like a bolt of lightning. And all of a sudden, we're going to feel better. And then we'll be able to do the thing. And that's a lie. We create confidence in here. We create confidence in ourselves. The third lie that we tell ourselves is the comparison lie. Now, you guys know I have notes here. And so sometimes you're going to see me reading my notes. And sometimes I'll just be talking to you. But like I said, I'm showing up as me, real me, casual conversation to create a space where we're together as humans, right? Okay, so let me tell you this one about comparison. We think that other people have it easier than us. We think that they've got their act together. So as you registered for this class, you might think, yeah, I'm going to go learn from Candy about confidence. She's got her act together. Well, guess what? There's times that I'm confident and times that I'm not. I'm human too. That's part of the journey. We think that somebody else has it all together, that they've got it. And we use that reason, like we look at that person, that role model and say, she's got it all together. He's got it all together. And we use that as a way to keep ourselves small. We use that as an excuse to compare ourselves to them and say, well, they have it all together and I'm so far behind. So we use that comparison to our own detriment. We have no idea how that person feels right now. We know for sure that every person has a life. We've all got our ups and downs. We have our challenges. We have our strengths. We have our good days and we have our bad days. So when we compare ourselves to others, we show up and think that they've got something and I can't have it. They're farther along. So that means that I can't. And that is not helpful. When you see somebody doing something that you want to do, that you want to feel confident doing, and you see them doing it, change that story. Say, hey, that's a role model. If she can do it, then so can I. It might not be easy for me, but it means that I can do it. So those are the three lies. One day, wishful thinking. One day I'll feel wonderful forever and ever and ever, and I'll never feel self-doubt again. Second lie, spending our lives waiting to feel better before we start. The third lie, comparing ourselves to other people and always in an unfavorable light. So which one of these sounds familiar to you guys? Number one, number two, or number three? Pop a note in the chat there, or all of them. Tell me what you're, what you're thinking. Thanks, Jennifer. Yeah, all of them. Hey, yeah, three sounds most familiar. Number two, when things get better. Hey, Asia, it's good to see you here. Number three, awesome. Number two, number two, all of them. Listen, I will tell you that I am in all of them. I'm in the camp, all of them. So we're in this together. And I appreciate you guys participating. This is part of the conversation, this back and forth. And so thank you. All right. So I want you to know this thought. And normally, hey, Victoria, good to see you, all of them. Oh, good. Yeah, we're all in good company. Welcome to the fold, right? <laughs> so listen, 
I was going to share these slides that give you these great quotes, but let me just read this one to you instead of sharing the slide and getting all toggling back and forth with my presentation. I want you to know that you are far more capable than you know. Just let that settle in for a minute. You are far more capable than you know. And what I'll do is I'll share my little, um, it's about 10 slides. I'll share a PDF with you guys afterwards. I've got a few quotes that I really like and that I lean on. And the quotes are not to make me think that something is more difficult, but I use them in my thought work. I remind myself of what I'm capable of. I hold myself to a higher standard. I grow myself with my thoughts. And so this thought, you are far more capable than you know. You can take that thought if it appeals to you and say, I am. I am far more capable than I know. And repeat that thought to yourself and use that as a bit of a spark to get yourself moving towards that path of confidence. So those are some lies. And they're pretty common. They're lies that we hear throughout society. They're lies we've told ourselves. They're lies that, you know, are in schools and in our families. But now let's talk about a couple of things about confidence. The first, confidence is dynamic. It ebbs and flows. Sometimes we feel confident. Sometimes we don't. We're never going to feel confident 100% of the time. And that's the place where once we know it's going to come and go, it's going to come and go depending on the task. It's going to come and go depending on your stretch goal. It's going to come and go depending on that new thing that you're taking on. It's normal for us to not feel confident at the beginning. And we know that we can create confidence intentionally. And that's that 5C approach that I'm going to talk to you guys about in a couple of minutes. So sometimes we have it, sometimes we don't. That's normal. It's a normal human experience. And I want you to remember that there's areas in your life where you feel super confident. Some places that it's easy and some places that it's not so easy. So for example, if you're a mom and you have your first baby, those first few weeks and days with that new baby, you're not feeling confident at all. But then when you get the second baby, or you talk to and see your niece or nephew, a brand new little baby, you know how to hold that baby. You're not worried about bobbling their head around. You know how to wrap them up. You know how to soothe them. Just in that, you started with self-doubt and worry and a lack of confidence, and you grew confidence in that area of your life. That goes for everything. Every promotion that you're after, every business that you're trying to create, it's going to start out yuck. And then eventually you can grow confidence. So I want you to also know that to experience confidence, you have to be willing to feel like crap. Yeah, like just you have to be willing to feel fear, to feel uncomfortable, to get to that feeling of confident. And confidence feels great. It's that top of the mountain pinnacle feeling, right? Like we love that feeling of I've got it all together. But to get there, we have to be willing to have the mud on our shoes and to feel like crap, to feel nervous, to feel self-doubt. That is the buy-in for confidence. If we're not willing to experience that crappy feeling, we're never going to get there. 
So the more that we welcome the uncomfortable, the more we make the uncomfortable more palatable, more easier to manage, the faster we're going to get to confidence. So what happens when I say that to you guys? You got to be willing to feel like crap, to feel nervous, to feel maybe a little anxious before you can get to confidence. I want to hear from you. Yeah. Hey, Danielle, I don't like those feelings either. It's scary. Yeah, I agree, Kissy. It makes me feel human. Oh, I love that. I know that is where growth happens, but it is scary and necessary for growth. Yeah, it is uncomfortable. You're right. Yeah, you want to know what uncomfortable was? <laughs> it was me showing up to this presentation going, I don't have a slide deck. Oh my gosh, what am I going to talk about? How am I going to do it? Lena, yes, it's like practicing a sport. The more we practice, the better we get at it. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. That's so wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. All those feelings. Yes, it's scary and necessary for growth. And when we resist it, we actually prolong the discomfort. We make the discomfort more painful. The more we resist, you know that saying that what you resist persists. It's true. You torture yourself. Oh, it's going to be so hard. It's going to be so scary. And you just wait and wait and wait and pull back. But if you can just hold your nose and jump, all of a sudden you get that rush. <gasps> I did it, right? You took that leap. So yes, it's going to feel crappy. Yes, it's like a sport. We get to practice and get good at it. And we get to accept that this is part of the journey. So here's something that I don't know if you know. But you can actually think yourself to confidence. You can feel yourself to confidence and you can love yourself to confidence. And after I describe this 5C approach, I think you're going to understand that better. It might sound like a little bit of a puzzle at start, but how we think creates how we feel. Every thought creates a feeling. Some of you guys, lots of you guys have been my clients or are my clients. You guys know I'm always on you about this. How you think creates a feeling. How you feel fuels your action. And the sum of your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions create your life. So how you think can create a feeling. It can help you get to confidence. How you feel will definitely help you get to confidence and how you love yourself, how you treat yourself, how you respect yourself, how you honor you will also help you get to confidence. So I wanna share this thought with you as well before we move on to the 5C approach. A lack of confidence does not mean that you're not ready. How does that sit with you when you guys hear that? A lack of confidence does not mean you're not ready. Does this hit home? Yes, no. Share your thoughts with me in the chat. Oh, yes, yes, agreed. Interesting, okay, I love that. It's interesting, that sounds weird. Oh, good. Yes, it hit home, it means you're growing. It's hard to push through. It is, yeah, Jennifer, it is hard to push through. Sometimes you're right. And I know you can do it. You are far more capable than you know. Yeah, 
And I love this, ah, this Asia. I always thought you needed confidence first. You're learning something new. We're going to talk about this on Friday, right? <laughs> so it sounds weird. You can think yourself to confidence. You can feel yourself to confidence. You can love yourself to confidence. Uh, I always thought you needed confidence first. Yes. Hello, smiley face. We will talk about that on Friday when we talk. All right. So let's talk about the five C's. And I will share a slide with you guys in a little while because there's kind of a lot here. Um, so the way I like to approach this confidence cycle is I know that at some point in our lives, maybe right now, we always have this thing that I call we're in the woods. And in the woods sounds like this. I have something that I want to do. Maybe I have a goal that I'm thinking of. Maybe I want to create something new. Maybe you want to do something like write a blog or write a book or show up on video. You have something that you want to do. And we spend sometimes a little bit of time, sometimes a lot of time in the woods. It's kind of like we're in a jungle. We've got our machete. We're wandering aimlessly and we're hacking away at the vines, trying to find a way. And it's just not happening. We don't know where the path is. We don't know where we're going. We have this little inkling of an idea and we're sort of stumbling around aimlessly. And it might sound like this in your mind. I don't know what I'm doing or I'll wait until tomorrow. They're going to think I'm an idiot doing this. You know, it's never going to work. I don't even know why I keep thinking about this. So we are stumbling around in the woods. When you hear yourself thinking that, you might be feeling overwhelmed or confused or blah, or just WTF or WTAF or numb or indecisive. When you're feeling those feelings and you're hearing those thoughts in your head, ah, maybe tomorrow, I'm not ready yet. You know that you might be in the woods. And there's nothing wrong with that. We all land in the woods. But when we're in the woods, we only have one job. When we've got this dream, say you want to write a book, you've got this dream. I want to write the book, but I'm in the woods. My one job is to get on the path. That's it. It's not just not to write the entire book. It's not to figure out how to do all the marketing. It's not to do the outline. It's not to do all of that. It's just to get on the path to the confidence to do it. So how do we do that? So to get on the path, I use this thing and I'm calling it stop, drop and roll because we all know that saying. Anytime that there's a fire, if something's, um, you know, if you've got something on and you've caught fire, you stop, you don't run, you drop to the ground, you roll around and that's the thing that puts it out, right? And that's what we're gonna do when we're in the woods. So stop means we pause, just pause just for an instant. We might need to take a breath. Drop means, where are you? Oh, I'm in the woods. And then roll, take one step. The one step to get you on the path to confidence. The first step, so when I say five C's, the first C is decide and commit. And it's the C of commit is that first C. Deciding 
is a superpower. Everything that we've got in our lives, every single thing that we've ever had is because we decided to do it. Everything starts with a decision. So deciding is a superpower. And it happens like that in a moment. It doesn't have to be a long drawn out process. It can just be, that's it. Today is my time. Today, I'm going to do this. You can help yourself by thinking these kinds of thoughts. I have decided that I'm ready to get started. I can decide to start. So when you decide and commit, now you're actually on that path to confidence. You're on your way. Every day, you may need to decide and commit again. So example, for me, I'm on a weight loss journey. Every day, I have to decide to start my self-coaching. Because for me, the lady that I'm doing the weight loss journey with, this is about how can I use my thoughts and my emotions to deal with food, how I eat, how I nourish myself. So I have to decide every day, I have to decide again. So you see, I'm not making the decision to be at my goal weight. I'm making the decision for today. So sometimes that helps me when I'm thinking of deciding commit, small steps, I'm deciding for today. I'm committing for today. I'm committing for this morning. I'm committing for this one action. So that's the first C. Now, if you have decided and you're committed, and remember, we're not committed for 100 years, we're committed for today, small step, so much easier. Then our next step is courage. And that's the place where it feels scary. So there is, I love, I love this when I look at the meaning of words and what does courage mean? And it means with heart, you know? the ability to do something that frightens you. When you're willing to do one small thing, it's usually a smaller fear. That makes it a little easier to hold your nose and jump, right? Remember, you've been in the woods. Now you've decided and committed. Now we're at the courage step. That's the next step. And if you get stuck, I've got a few ways to help you with courage. The first is you can ask yourself, how am I already courageous? Look at some of your past history. What have you done that in retrospect, when you think about it, you're like, wait a minute, I did make that phone call. I did show up at that first meeting. I did put my hand up for promotion. I did post on Instagram. I did show up on a live video. All of these things, look for evidence of success evidence where you have already been courageous. And that's going to help you to remind you, if I did it, I can do it again. Okay. The second is we can use our body. So we can stand in the power pose. Remember, there's that um, book by Amy Cuddy called Presence. And she talks about how we can, um, by using embodiment, by how we use our body, we can actually flood ourselves with more energy. So that might be standing with your hands on your hips, like Superman or Superwoman, or holding your hands up in a V, that universal signal when somebody runs through the finish line of the marathon or the race, they won, they did it. You can prompt yourself to feel courageous with that physical movement. Or play your game on song. 
one of my clients, I don't think she's on here right now. Ah, Gretchen, you're not here. She sent me a link to a song that she loves to play to help her. Gretchen, you're going to see this replay. And yeah, I just so appreciated you sending me that note last night that you have this song and you play it and it just helps you to take that next move. So courage is the place that we're always afraid of approaching. This is the place where we have to pay the price of courage to get to confidence. Small, if you take a small step, a small commitment, it's not such a big leap of courage. It makes it easier to do. And as, now who was it that said that? Because I loved this. Um, was it Danielle? Uh, Lena, like practicing a sport. The more we practice, the better we get at it. Same with courage. Lots and lots and lots of small actions to remind yourself that you are courageous. And there's a practice that some people use called the daily dare. And I got to tell you, I love that. So for those of you who are new coaches or you have a new business, the daily dare could be, I invite one person a day into conversation with me. It could be, I take one step every single day I show up live on video. Whatever it is, something small that you can accomplish, you can build that courage muscle with that daily activity. So I've given you some ways to prompt that courage in your body, one step at a time. Exactly, Danielle, you got it. So to practice, practice courage a little bit every day, a daily dare, that's a great way to get strong with your courage. Using a song, your game on song is another way. Using a power pose is another way. Just deciding. Yes, it's not as overwhelming thinking of it that way. I agree. Yeah, these small things, so much easier than a giant thing that you've got to do. So you can also use that thoughts. So here's some that I use. Let's do this thing. So five minutes before I sent out the first email inviting you to this class, I'd been thinking about it for a while. And I was like, that's it. Let's do this. And I wrote that email and I sent it. Yeah. I had the email and I started with just a PS. I thought, what can I do? Quick, small, see who's interested. It was a PS on a little teeny tiny email. Five people registered. Amazing, right? One little thing. Yes, I agree, Danielle. Sometimes we overthink and get in our own way when we overthink. And that overthinking, when I hear that, because of course I do it like everybody on this call, overthinking is a self-protection. If I have to think really hard about it, I'm stopping myself from moving forward. It keeps me safe. So it's only natural that I'm looking for ways to keep myself safe and secure. And that's where then we take that courage and we can move forward. So that's why courage is such a big thing. We don't want to be rejected or judged. I'm loving this. And not just by rejected by others or judged by others, but how we judge ourselves. Like, can we be enough doing something a little bit, right? Is it so much about what somebody else thinks about us or what we suspect about ourselves? So just the thoughts on that. Um, courage. I've given you some things to do with your body, some things to do with music, some thoughts. 
Let's do this thing. Let's go. I can do this. Courage is usually fast. You get courage, you take the action, and you're all of a sudden rewarded with this rush of energy. You're like, oh, I did it. So it feels terrible before. And then when you do the thing, all of a sudden you feel like oh, powerful, right? So it's an amazing, it's an amazing tool to get yourself into action. So that's the second C. The third C is capable. Capable means I've practiced my courage. I've done something. I've practiced, I've done something. I've practiced, I've done something. Now I'm starting to get a little bit of competence at it. I'm not 100%, but I can start to see that light at the end of the tunnel. I can see that I've got a few little wins under my belt. I'm starting to get progress. And for me, the place that I noticed capable is years ago when I started dancing as an adult. The first couple of times on the stage, holy moly, somebody almost had to push me out from the wings to go on stage. That was terrifying and exhilarating once I was already out there. But after a while, after a few performances, all of a sudden, I knew that I was going to be nervous and I knew I was capable of handling it. So it's a place where you're making progress. I'm never going to be a fabulous dancer, but I learned a lot and I grew a lot by who I was and I had a ton of fun. So capable is great. And it's the third C. The fourth C is confidence. So those are our C's. First, you're out in the woods. You get on the path. You decide and commit. Then you take your courage. Then you become capable. And the fourth C is that one that we're all looking for, that confidence, right? So, of course, confidence feels great, right? But we don't get there without courage. We don't get to confidence without feeling like crap. And that crap is not one of the C's, just so you know. So when you're in the woods, your only job is to commit and decide. Now you've committed and decided, your only job is to go to courage. From courage, your only job is to get to capable. And from capable, you just keep doing the steps and you will become confident. So you're like you're going through the cycle. You start here, you move into the cycle, you move to the next, you move to the next, you move to the next. So I'm going to put my little slide up on the screen because I've said five C's, but you've only heard four, right? You move from in the woods to decide and commit to courage to look at your notes to capable to confident. But what's that 5C? Yeah. So that's the thing. How do we, what do we do? What is that extra little piece? So this is it. So the first C, decide and commit. Then we move to courage then we become capable, then we become confident. I think you guys can see my screen, right? It says I'm sharing, okay? And this is the fifth one, compassion. This is the one that, it sounds so easy to move through these. It's not easy, it's hard, and we do it every day. And like I said, this journey to confidence is, uh, it's dynamic. So you might feel great today and tomorrow morning you wake up and you're in the woods again. And you got to decide and commit again. And that's okay. Nothing is wrong. 
we're always back and forth, get on this path to confidence and keep moving through those steps. But this one, compassion, let me just show you this, my little diagram here. So notice that this isn't a ladder. And when I originally started thinking about confidence, I was thinking of it as a climbing a ladder or walking across a bridge to confidence. But I realized that it is a cycle. It's not actually a ladder. So we start out in the woods and then we move into decide and commit. Then we move to courage. Then we go to capable. Then we're confident. We feel good. We feel great. Top of the mountain. We've reached that goal. We've mastered that skill. But then tomorrow happens and you're like, well, that was fun. Now I want something more. I want to grow even further. That next thing. So, for example, if you wanted to show up and write a blog and publish it, you go through this cycle, decide I'm going to do it. And then you write it and then you have the courage to post it. And then you do it a couple of times, you're starting to feel capable, and now you feel confident about writing a blog. And then you start to think, but I wonder what would happen if instead of just writing and posting, I did videos and I posted those. Ooh, now I'm back in the cycle again, deciding commit, courage to show up on video, capable after some time and you become confident and this cycle works but this outer rim the rim of compassion works makes it greases the wheels when we can treat ourselves with compassion and as humans we're so much more likely to step into the cycle so let me talk to you a little bit about compassion. How do you guys feel about compassion? I don't know if I can see your, your chats. Tell me about uh, compassion and what you think about compassion and specifically compassion for yourself. Let me come back here. I wanna to talk to you guys on the screen. It's hard. We are our hardest critics. It's powerful, but sometimes, some time had to have for yourself. We often give our compassion to others first, hard, yes. And it's a place of peace. Ah, yes, it is a moment to be at peace and move forward. I love that. Yes, we have to learn to give ourselves grace. It's easy to be compassionate for other people, but not myself. Yeah, I think it's because we don't practice it. And I've been having a lot of conversations about compassion with my private clients, a lot. And what I've found is that we don't always understand what compassion is. Ah, yes, I agree it can be hard, but then sometimes I'm too forgiving and make excuses for myself. I love that. Okay, we're gonna talk about that too. I've gotta to remember to put a pin in that for my memory. Um, so what happens is when we think compassion, we think that if we're easy on ourselves, we're just not going to do anything. We think that we have to be hard on ourselves to achieve. We think that with more stick, we will accomplish more. And I 
want you to think about this. If you are not hard on yourself, would you actually not do anything? Would you just sit on the couch and watch Netflix and, I don't know, drink pumpkin spice lattes? Or would you actually want to do something because it's fun? Want to do something because it's of service? Want to do something because you just have that desire and the motivation and the mission and the purpose to do it. So we think that compassion, if we experience self-compassion, we're just going to give up. We're not going to actually do anything. Because we think that the definition of compassion is being lax, being lenient, being slacker, pity. When, we, when I look at the word compassion, here's what I see. Kindness, caring, consideration, connection. So I love this feeling of compassion. It means to treat yourself like a dear friend. And now your friends, the ones that you love, when they're having a tough time, you're there for them. And if they're saying they want to do something and they don't do it for a long time, you as their friends say, come on, I know you can do this. I know it's hard. I'm here with you. I'm behind you. Come on, let's go. You're not letting them slack because you can see that they have so much more capability. There is so much more potential there for them. They can do all kinds of amazing things, right? So self-compassion can be a really great motivator too. So let me tell you this. When you're feeling compassionate, creating confidence is easier because you're not berating yourself. You're not beating yourself up. You're not telling yourself you're like crap. You're building yourself up so that you have the strength to decide and commit so that it's easier to have the courage to get started because you're going to have your own back because you will be your own friend. And then when you have the courage, you grow the capability and the confidence. So it greases the wheels of that cycle. So no matter where you are in the woods, you could always start with compassion. Compassion is always a great starting spot. You can go there, you can go to decide and commit. So when you are feeling like, I don't know how to practice compassion, we can start a couple of ways. So the first is doing, again, using our body, because most of us are not well-practiced in treating ourselves with compassion, right? So here's something that I often recommend. You put your hands, both hands on your heart. And if possible, like I'm not wearing a deep V today, but lots of times I'm wearing a deep V. So that skin to skin contact is really helpful. It creates comfort. So you put your hands on your heart, you take a breath and you ask yourself, friend, what do you need? That's it. And then you listen to the answer. You may be out of practice asking yourself. You may be so used to pushing and pushing and pushing and driving yourself. But what would happen if you put your hands on your heart? Do it with me right now and ask yourself, 
friend, what do you need? I know the first few times that I did this, I got really misty. I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't listened to myself. I've been driving myself so hard and not listening. Maybe you need a drink of water. Maybe you're dry. Maybe you need to just go outside and take a breath and look at nature for a couple of minutes. You know what you need. This is part of your journey to learn to have compassion for yourself and to listen to yourself. Friend, what do you need? And then give it to yourself. Sometimes it might be take a nap. Sometimes it might be let's get to work. We don't know. Ask and listen and respond. And it is a growing process. So that is a way for you to start with compassion. So before I move into just sort of summarizing everything and wrapping up, I want to hear from you. What are you learning? What was a surprise? And what do you notice about these five C's? So what was a surprise for you guys? What are you learning? Oh, a couple more people have joined. Welcome. If you guys came in a little bit late, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Always wonderful to see you. Uh, the compassion part. Yes. That confidence isn't a thing. Yeah. The circular movement between the seas, that it's all internal. Yes. Always an inside game. Confidence is not a destination, right? Like once we realize that it's a cycle, it makes it so much easier because it's like, well, where am I on the cycle? Where am I? Do I need to get into the cycle? Or am I already at deciding commit? And then I know my next step. So it's sort of like, mm, it, it kind of leads me by the hand is the way I would describe it. My biggest takeaway is how compassion impacts our confidence. It makes me want to be more compassionate towards myself. Ah, yes. I learned that I only need to commit for today. Exactly. And then tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. Guys, this is so amazing. So, yeah, lovely. I'm so glad you're here, you guys. Okay. So what do we know? We know that it's a cycle. We know that we arrive at confidence when we move through the steps. To find out what step you're at, ask yourself. Remember I mentioned stop, drop, and roll? Pause. How am I feeling right now? Am I feeling freaked out? Am I feeling overwhelmed? Where am I in the cycle? If you're saying to yourself, this. Let me just get to my little shoe. If you're hearing yourself say something like, I don't know what I'm doing, this is never going to work, or it's easy for them, or this gem, I know I should, you're probably in the woods. And you're probably feeling confused and overwhelmed and filled with self-doubt. If you're there, your journey is to get into decide and commit. When you're in decide and commit, you know you're here if you hear yourself saying, I can do this one thing. I have decided that I'm going to take that step. Or no matter what, 
I am not giving up. Now you're in deciding commit. You're going to feel decisive. You're going to feel at choice. The next place is courage. When you're in that place of courage, you're feeling fear followed by exhilaration once you do the thing. Let's do this thing. That's the place. I've got courage. Let's do this. After courage, I practice it over and over. And now I become capable. Capable sounds like it's coming. This is starting to work. I'm learning how. I'm getting the hang of this thing. Practice capable and soon you'll be a confident, amazing, powerful, top of the mountain, pinnacle. Yes, is how you might be thinking. I get it. That's the sound of confidence. And when we get to confidence, we know that we're going to come back right back to the start, right back to the place where we want that next thing. So we know that no matter where we are on the path, there's no problem because it's all part of the human experience. It's all normal to experience every emotion. We know that we can make it easier by practicing our self-compassion. We put our hands on our heart and we say, friend, what do you need? And listen to yourself. That will make it all easier. And who was it? Somebody said worrying about worrying about um, taking the easy route if I'm too easy on myself. Oh, I'm not sure who said it. Let me just see. Mm, oh, it's a while back. Um, um, oh, Asia, if I'm too forgiving and I make excuses for myself. So that place, when you're there, it reminds me of this saying that I heard that a flower will always grow towards the light. The flower will never not want to create more flowers. So if you think of yourself as a flower, you're always going to be going more towards the light, more towards your truest and best self. You won't be able to help it because you'll be feeling in control, feeling compassionate for yourself. So you're ready to take the next step. So a flower always grows towards the light and a flower always has more blossoms to have, like amazing, right? So consider yourself to be like that flower metaphor and that might help you. Um, so when we're confident, we do everything with self-compassion. Like self-compassion, is the, um, I don't know, it, it's the, the thing. It's for me, one of the hardest things, but it is the thing. Oh, you guys know the cycle now. I am so thankful that you're here. Let me see where I'm at here. I just wanna make sure I covered everything. Yeah, oh yes, step-by-step. Step. I wanted to tell you quickly, step-by-step step how to do this. So step-by-step, step, to intentionally create confidence. The first thing, where am I? Stop, take a breath. Am I in the woods? Am I incapable? Where am I in the cycle? Stop, drop means drop in, ask yourself, how am I feeling? What am I thinking? Sorry, somebody's calling me. How am I feeling? What am I thinking? Be curious. You guys are mostly all coaches. We know curiosity is like a superpower for coaches. Curious, treat yourself with kindness. 
and then take the next step in that cycle. Remember, look for evidence of past success to remind yourself that you have done this and you can do it again and again and again. Remind yourself that you're human. Nothing has gone wrong when you're feeling worried. Just know that you're already on the journey. That's the fun thing is no matter where we are, even when we're in the woods, the path is only a step away. One step, one thought, one feeling away. That's what's so amazing about this. So we covered a lot today, you guys. And, you know, I really appreciate the way everybody showed up fully. I don't see any questions, but I love the participation. And I just want to give you a heartfelt thank you. Thank you for showing up and being here for you. Thank you for being here and sharing with the group. Really, really appreciate it. And I just want to close the container now. And as a coach, this is what we do. We open the container, we have the conversation, and then we close the container. So I want to just go over what we covered today. Now I'm going to look at my notes. So here's what we covered. You can build confidence intentionally. It doesn't happen by magic. You can control it. You have a lot more control over your life and your experience than society might have you think. We've learned that confidence is part of a cycle, not an endpoint. Number four, nobody is naturally confident in every area of their life. Welcome to being human. Nothing has gone wrong if you're not feeling confident. You need to be willing to feel uncomfortable which is my euphemism for scared, but uncomfortable to get that good feeling of capable and confident. And we spoke about the three lies we tell ourselves about confidence. We talked about things to know. We talked about the five C's. Are you in the woods? Come on into the formula. The formula is deciding commit, courage, capable, confident, wrap it all up with self-compassion. And now you know how to use that formula to build confidence for yourself. So that's it. How's my time? Perfect. Exactly on time. It's wonderful. Again, thank you for joining me. I'm going to upload this video to Vimeo. I'll send an email with the link for the replay. And the replay is going to be available for 48 hours. You guys, it has been so wonderful. I have been wanting to teach a little casual course for a while. And I am so thankful that you guys joined me. So I look forward to talking to you soon. Okay, bye-bye everyone. Hey, I'm so glad you joined me for this special episode. Now, if you've decided that you're ready and that this year is going to be your year to be a successful coach, I would love to speak with you. Sign up for one of my breakthrough sessions and learn how to get started. I've got space for a few more private clients this year. Click the link in the episode notes to find out more, and I'll be back and speak with you again next week. Thanks again for listening today. Please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Also, I would love to hear from you. Did something that I say resonate? What else would you like to learn about? Click the link in the player and leave a comment on the post. 
This is going to give me great ideas for future episodes so I can help you best. Join me again next week for more coaching, support, and teaching to help you become the confident coach you are meant to be. We'll be right back.